Thank him and, and bless his name and thank him and say, Lord, you are faithful from January to December, the last communion service we are having this year. Lord, we are grateful. Thank you, Lord Jesus, because you are good. Father, we worship you. Take all the glory, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. Father, we thank you. This is a long journey, and you have helped us. Thank you, Father. Take all the glory. Thank you for answers to our prayers. Thank you for everything you have done. Father, be that be exalted in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. How many of us are excited tonight? This is the last one I say, year 2023. Okay, if you have never missed any of the Wednesday service, come on, shout hallelujah. <laughs> okay, if you are in Nigeria, because I know pro traffic. <laughs> if you are in Nigeria and you have never missed any of the Wednesday, okay, if you are in Oshobo, because some of you will go. So. If you are in Oshobo and you have never missed any of the Wednesday service, shout hallelujah. Please be seated, God bless you. I just want to tell us that God has been faithful to us. Let's clap again. We are clapping. God has been faithful. Just this afternoon, somebody was telling me that Oshogbo is very risky or not so safe like the way we look at it. So he was telling me some analysis. But you know, here we feel safe. No accident, no evil, no harassment. God has actually turned this city to be like Goshen for us. And that is why we are grateful. We should be thankful. And we had testimony on, on Monday, have you? On Monday, people are giving all manner of testimony about what the Lord has done for them. And you know the watch night also, we are going to have testimony about the goodness of the Lord. How many of you believe that God has been good to you this year? If he has been good to you, shout on hallelujah. Okay, let's say to our neighbor, say, God has been good to me. I cannot lie. Are you sure? You are not saying Somebody say, okay, stand up and say to three people, if you are sure God has been good to you, come on. It's just because of the time. God has been good to me. I cannot lie about it. God has been good to me, and I cannot lie about it. God has been good to me, and I cannot lie about it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. Every word that you have spoken is a word of worship. May the Lord accept your worship in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be alive? Are you happy to be healthy? Are you happy to be blessed? Are you proud that God is blessing you? <laughs> if you know you are happy, God is with you. Come on, shout another hallelujah. Okay, if I have my time, I will say all of us should come out and say one or two things that God has done. Well, I don't have the luxury of time tonight, but by the grace of God, on the 31st, we have time to take as many testimonies as possible because testimony makes us happy. We are happy. God is happy. Everybody around you are also happy. And I pray that the joy of the Lord will forever be our strength in Jesus' name. If you believe, say the loudest, Amen. Amen. Now, the summary of our testimony is this God is the one that is answering prayers, not because we are prayer champions. I know some of you will say you can pray. But the truth about it is that when we are thanking God, it is not about thanking God for the one or thanking the person that is praying. You know? Who are we thanking? We are thanking the one that is answering prayer. If you're a pastor, if you're a woman, if you're a man in the house, and you pray and God answer your prayer, you have to thank God because he's the one that is answering the prayer. Why are we thanking him that God is answering prayer? If he refused to answer, he's still God. If you pray and God did not answer, for one reason or the other, who is still God? Will God be God? Uh, he will still be God. In fact, there are some times that he refused to answer, and at the same time, we know it's to our benefits. Yes. And eventually, we thank him. Thank you because you did not answer. Because God has so many ways of settling our problems. When we have problems, we cry to him. The Bible says, the poor man cry unto the Lord, and the Lord heard him. The Lord will hear you tonight in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Psalm 34, 
Psalm 34, maybe I should start from there. The poor man cried unto the Lord, and the Lord heard him. Psalm 34, I should start from there. Okay. My soul shall make a boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us do what? Exalt his name together. Let me turn to your neighbor and say, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and delivered me. Some of you are not even seeing the Bible as I'm reading. Psalm 34 verse 4. I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and delivered me from all my fears. They look unto him, and they were lighting, and their faces were not ashamed. The poor man cried, and the Lord heard him, and saved him out of all his trouble. That will be your testimony in Jesus' name. I discovered something this week. Anyone that they call a powerful man of God, or a powerful Christian, it's because God is hearing him. If God refuses to hear you, you are under any person. Praise the name of the Lord. Whether you pray short prayer, or you pray long prayer, if God answers your prayer, you are powerful. God honors those people that he wants to honor. And I pray God will always honor you in Jesus' name. Okay, can I say this way? The beauty of our Christian existence is that when you pray, God answers you. He answers you. You know, Elijah, Elijah said, the God that answers by fire. By fire means the God that answers prayer shall be our God. And some people cry to Ba, and Ba did not answer. And Elisha said, put more water. And he said, God, put fire in this meat. And the Bible said, the fire of the Lord came down. God answered and brought down fire, naked fire. And the people cry and worship. The Lord, our God is God. Oh, Israel, the Lord Jehovah is God. Because he answered. I pray beginning from tonight. Anytime you pray, God will answer you. Even when it's a quiet prayer, the Lord will answer you. He will do more than what you can ever imagine in Jesus' name. Okay, Matthew chapter 7 verse 8 says that anyone that asks from the Lord, he gives him the answer. He gives him the answer. John chapter 15 verse 16 says, when you ask anything of me, I'm going to give it to you. God said, whatsoever you ask, I'm going to give of it. For everyone that asketh, receive it. And he that seeketh, find it. And to him that looketh, shall be open. I pray the door shall be open to you in Jesus' name. Are you hearing me? And one of the people that do not believe there is a special ministry to prayer. I don't even believe there is a prayer school. I don't believe it. I know there are churches that say prayer seminar, prayer school, the prayer of intercession, the prayer of interrogation, the prayer of uh, obligation, the prayer of uh, obligation, the prayer of uh, dedication. All manner of bam bam bam. Vocabulary for prayer. My simple analysis of prayer is that I say what is happening to me and God answer me. And I believe God is my father. Because my children will not need any school to approach me for anything. And God just answer. And they will not ask me for anything at the same time. Oh, daddy, I need sweets. The sweets come. Oh, daddy, buy parfait. Parfait come. Daddy, do this thing. That thing come. That is the mystery of prayer. Our need divers by time. So we are going to be having prayers. The fact that you have come tonight does not mean you are not going to pray at home. You still pray tomorrow when you are traveling. As you are crossing over, you pray. In January, you pray. Because we don't know what is going to happen. So we need God at all times. And I believe God will not give you everything you ever need in a lifetime once. You will always need God. You won't get to a point that you will not pray again. The Bible says, He that asketh, receive it. As you are asking, may you receive. You are not saying me very well. Though. Luke chapter 18, verse 1 to 11. Jesus said, Men ought always to pray and not to faint. In other words, we should be a prayer person. Always asking the Father. Because when you are praying, you are receiving from the Lord. And he said there was a widow that has a judge in a city that does not fear God. And the woman was persistent until the, the judge answered her. Whatever be your request this year, the Lord will answer you. In the mighty name of Jesus. And any obstacle that may be ahead in 2024, the Lord will see answer you. The big truth is that we have a God that is sufficient. He can answer all our prayer and we don't miss anything. The more we receive from him, the more he's full. The more he's able to do. Unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we think or ask. 
is sufficient. It's an answer that God. And may he answer all of our prayers in Jesus' name. Whatever prayer you are thinking you are going to pray before this year ends, may the Lord answer it in the mighty name of Jesus. So how do we receive answers to prayer? Number one, through the help of the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 8, verse 26 to 27. He said, we don't know how to pray, but the Spirit of God help us with a language that cannot be in that. So anytime you want to pray, maybe you are facing something, let the leading come from within. Don't be too emotional. You can be emotional and cry. God save me. But at the same time, when it has to be something that is bamba or jangantic or maybe you are feeling is too big to ask. Maybe there's somebody here that's asking God for 100 million. And maybe your current salary is like maybe like 20,000. You know, when you divide 100 million into 20,000, you know, you may not be able to get that money even in a lifetime. In a lifetime. And you want to pray. Let the Holy Spirit guide you. Holy Spirit know how to express big thing in a simple word. Nobody pray effectively without the help of the Holy Spirit. You can put it there. Romans chapter 8, verse 26 to 27. For we do not know how to pray. How hot we should pray. So maybe you want to pray now. You close your eyes. Maybe you can sink. Because you are still thinking. How do I approach God with this prayer? Say, Father, in the name of Jesus. And you are asking the Holy Spirit to lead you into the prayer point. In fact, there are some times you feel so humble that you have to kneel down because you know that that thing is very sensitive. And if there is no divine intervention within the next maybe one hour, something terrible may happen. So you might need to say, Holy Spirit, guide me. And as you are praying because of the need, Holy Spirit will help you use a word that is the language of heaven. Likewise, the Spirit also helped our infirmity for we know not what we should pray for as we ought to. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groaning which cannot be uttered. Verse 27, he said, And he that searcheth the heart knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit because he maketh intercession for the saint according to the will of God. The Spirit of God knows the will of God. There are some things you want to pray about and the Holy Spirit will hinder you from praying about it. That's the truth. You want to pray through. I was somewhere, not in my house, because I was thinking, maybe I should sell my house that I'm staying in. And I prayed. But I was not actually committing my heart to it. After some time, I discovered that I was having misfeeling when I was praying. And God did not answer. And I've seen thank God, thanking God that nobody came to buy the house. Because I'm enjoying the house now. My feeling that time has changed now. The spirit of God knows the will of God for our life. So let us depend on him when we are praying. If you're a family that you are gathering together, don't, be, don't let it be a ritual. Anytime you are praying, believe that God is in your midst. The spirit of God is inside you. The will of God is before the Holy Spirit. And it's in your heart. He knows the best. What you are considering the best now may not be the best. Let the spirit help you and lead you to pray. And that's why when we gather like this, the Spirit of God will lead and say, let somebody that is moved by the Spirit pray for us. It's not a ritual. Somebody, it can be a baby in our midst that we pray the mind of God. And all of us, we say, Amen. And when problem happen, instead of running etter scatter, we go and pray. And we see what is the will of God concerning this issue. And God can begin to tell you, Lord, I don't want these bad things to happen. How do I get about it? And God will give specific instruction. Do this, do this, do this. He will pray the mind of God because the Spirit of God knows the will of God more than we know. And there's some prayer that you pray with Bible verses and it's not correct. Even the way you are, you are quoting it. First John chapter 2 verse 27. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse chapter 3 verse 7. Quickly, I want to be fast this because I want us to pray effectively and receive answers so that there will be many testimonies. But the anointing which you have received of him abided in you. You need not that any man teach you, but the same anointing teaches you all of all things and is truth and no lie. Even as it had taught you, you shall abide in him. There's an anointing to pray effectively in time of crisis. And I've told you before, somebody asked me, what, which of the prayer do you like in the Bible? I said the prayer of David. 
They say, why? I said, he prayed the right prayer. He said, Lord, turn the cancel of Ahitophel into foolishness. And God did exactly that. Ahitophel committed suicide and David was saved. Right prayer at the right time. May you pray the right prayer. How powerful are right words in prayer? Not your feeling. Let the Holy Spirit lead you. If the Holy Spirit, you don't feel the leader of the Holy Spirit, you can sing because the Holy Spirit is a singing spirit. He loves singing. You can sing to activate your spirit alive. You can sing. When you sing and you still don't know what to pray, you can begin to speak in tongue. That's the advantage that we have when we speak in tongue. Because when we speak in tongue, we don't know what we are saying. But the spirit is interceding for us. He's using word for us. You know, there are times I'll be praying and I'll be speaking and I'll be crying. And I don't know why I'm crying. I don't even know my need. And I don't know what I'm praying for. So I will just be crying in prayer. I'll be crying. But at, at the end of the crying, I will feel settled. I've prayed something that is effective. So if you are going to receive answers to your prayer and have testimony, let the Holy Spirit help you. Okay, number two way to pray effectively and receive answer is by obedient service. Anytime you have prayed according to the will of God, find yourself in the service that God is leading you to. God answer prayer through service. That's why we encourage every person in the church to be doing something. And I'm not just quoting it because I want all of you to be workers. I'm telling you because of what has happened in the Bible. Zachariah received answers to his prayer when it was apportioned to him to be in the temple. And the Bible says the angel of the Lord appeared to him in the temple and said, Zachariah, your prayer has been heard. He was doing, the Bible says in Luke chapter 1 verse 5, that he was both faithful and righteous with his wife. Yet there was a need in his life. We were looking for a baby. And it was, it was his own time to go to the temple and to pray, intercede for other people. He did not say, ah, why should I do that? I'm not going to church today. He was doing his work. If it's your duty to clean this altar, clean it. If your duty to clean the church, clean it. Whatever God has put in your mind, nobody is using you. Nobody, nobody can use you. God is the one that has committed a particular assignment into your hand and do it obediently. Because it's not everybody that is serving God that is serving God obediently. As you are obeying God in the activity that God has put inside you, if they draw a roster and they say, you are going to stand up throughout the service, don't worry. As you are standing up, doing your work, God is answering you. Look at what he says. There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zachariah of the course of Abia, and his wife was the daughter of Aaron. Her name was Elizabeth. Verse 6. We are going to 13 and 14 quickly. Verse 6. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. And I can say this thing often and often because the news that we hear now, there are so many people that call themselves servants of God that are doing things that even unbelievers cannot do. And there are so many people that carry title and they do all manner of things against the name of the Lord. If we are serving God, we have to serve him obediently according to the word of the Lord. No matter what we are doing. And you know whatever we do in church, we are doing it for the Lord. You are singing, you are singing obediently to the Lord. Because the service is unto the Lord. When you serve God obediently, there will be answers. Look at verse 7. And they had no child because Elizabeth was barren and they both were now well stricken in years. Verse 8. Quickly, quickly, verse 8. And it came to pass that why he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his cause. Verse 9. You will jump now after 9. According to the custom of the priest's office, his lot. Look at this now. His lot. It's like you are doing choir roster. And they say, by the virtue of what we are doing. You are the one that will lead praise. Once it is registered in heaven, you can't change it. Because as you are doing that, there is an answer to your prayer that is coming. His Lord was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And he did it. And verse 13, the angel appeared to him while he was serving. Somebody said, Pastor, I don't believe you. Okay, look at it again. In Matthew chapter chapter 8 verse 8 there was a man also there verse 8 and 9 that says I am a man under authority 
And I say to this one, go. And he goes. And to this one, come. And he comes. I'm a man that is serving under authority. He said, and I believe you are instructed by the Lord. Say a word and my servant will be healed. And the moment the Lord re- released a word, it was it. It was serving. Once you are under the instruction of heaven to do one thing or the other in church, God answer your prayer through service. I can give you testimony upon testimony of people while they were busy doing something that God has allowed them to do that they were blessed. John chapter 2 verse 5. The mother of Jesus said to the disciple, whatever he asks you to do, do it. Because in doing what God asks you to do, there is a miracle. Please, whatever the Lord asks you to do in this church, do it. Do it. Anything that God has allowed you to do, just do it. Nobody will be forced to do anything. But if I'm led and I say, as a pastor, God is asking me that you should do this thing. Do it well. Do it. And if you are led, that God is asking you to do anything, do it. He said, whatever he asks you to do, do it. And when they take the water to the chairman of the guest of, of, of the ceremony, he said, ah, this one is better. The Bible says the man did not know, but the disciple that did something knew how the water turned to wine. They simply obeyed the instruction of the Lord. You cannot walk in disobedience and say answers to prayer should come. Do whatever he asks you to do. Obedience service always provoke answers to our prayer. Answers will come. I'll give you scripture upon scripture on this. Romans 11, Romans 8, 28. All things work together for those people that love God and for those people that are called according to his purpose. What he's saying there is that those who that work in his calling, in his purpose, all things work together for their good. All things, oh, not few things. I said on uh, Monday, there are two major things happened this year. Naira scarcity. It nearly frustrated some people. And there was a time fuel moved from 162 or 160 something to 500 and so on. In a day, not that they give you that by end of the month. We know that even if they give us the end of the month, we cannot save enough fuel that will last us for a year. Even if we have tanker in your house. So, but at least maybe it will help you to adjust something and know what to call or not to cut. I think I think some was it prof that was telling you that he traveled to Obumasho and they increased a little because they were visiting they will increase. But by the time it was coming back, it has moved to more than times two of the price. And everyone started looking for where will I get the money to visit him? Because we are complaining that the money is not enough. Now you still have to go with your car to some other places. And I remember every day, Topa used to tell me in the office, you can't sell a lot, do you? I can't bossy go, I can't go go Danny when you see more too. Nobody will use car again. Now we are Then there will be so many for sale. People will be selling their cars. I said, let's wait and see. So anytime he drives me and we see old dog, I say, talk where I am going to Look at the king. Look at the king. At the king, I don't know old dog. He killed when he has no more. Say, look at it now. Look at it. Major thing. But if you get to Kefia right now, you will think it is water they put. We survived. How do we survive? We are called according to his purpose. We are doing something according to his will. And he keeps answering us. When the crisis came, we pray, God, give us a coping st- I pray. I know I prayed. In fact, when there was another scarcity, I said, what is this that is happening? There was no money anywhere. I called my friend in CBN and I said, please, I want to have a community bank because I learned those people that have bank. They are the people that are having money now because they were giving them five, five million. I said, I want to have a community bank. He said, Ah, he laughed. He said, save us. The process, not this time. You cannot even finish it in a year. I said, What should I do? He said, I don't know. Then I had two of my students passing. They said, Me, I will not pay school fees. How can I go and collect money? And they ask me to pay extra 3,000. Upon what? I would rather be spending the money. Small, small. I won't pay my school fees. I had two of them. They went somewhere. And somebody told me, money points. I said, ah, that's true. I never thought I was getting a money point before. I said, that is the answer. And we got money points. And we now say, okay, it is free. If you are paying your school fees or getting some things, there is no charges. 
just pay as he said to you. And if you want to collect money, shake any money or something. And before you know it, parents started sending their school fees, some their account, and they were paying. And there was no lack again. There was no crisis. In fact, it now really helped us in the school. And when the first scarcity came also, I prayed. Lord, how should I cope? What will happen? I started calling schools. How are you coping? They said, ah, we are increasing school fees. So I called another one. I could. He said, we are reducing school fees. Ah, how do you reduce school fees now? They say, we partner with politicians. I said, oh, is that what you did? I said, come, come and explain to me. He came and I gave him 20,000. And I called my staff also. This is what we are going to do. We are going to partner with politicians and reduce school fees and do this. And it helped. Instead of us having the crisis of first subsidy, we had a boost. I said, now I'm giving all the staff productivity allowance. If you are able to convince a politician to sponsor students to this place, your salary is automatically times two. Where I go and write the letter. I gave them proposal. Start writing. We wrote to so many. And you know, Tokwe got the award. He got it. Instead of him coming down, he went up. So what I decided to make some move. I also contacted some people. So we prayed and God answered. Whatever it is happening, you have to pray. If you are sick, you will pray. He says, is there anyone that is sick among you? Let him pray. Hey, call the elder, let the elder pray. It's prayer that brings solution to Christian life. It is not crying. We are praying all the time. We are praying church. The reason why we hear the word of God is so that we can pray. Anytime you are confused, you pray. The poor might cry unto the Lord, and the Lord heard him. The Lord will hear you. You will not put, put to shame in Jesus' name. Romans chapter 12, verse 11. Acts 8, 27. I don't have time for this one. It's long. Maybe when you get home, you can read it. Acts chapter 20, verse 18 to 35. Apostle was saying that, look, I was actively doing something and God was answering the prayer. Acts chapter 20, verse 18 to 35. Romans 12, 11. Hebrew 13. Oh, God. For, for the scripture says, whosoever believes on him shall not be put to shame. Put on Hebrew 13, 17 to 18. Okay. Write all this one down. Acts chapter 8, verse 27. Acts 20, Acts 20, 18 to 35. Let's read Hebrew 13, 17 to 18. Prayer that produces results, that brings answers. Hebrew 13, 17. Put on Hebrew 13, 17 to 18. Obey them that have rule over you. Submit yourself for the watch over your soul as they that must give account that they may do it with joy and not with grief. But that is unprofitable for you. And verse verse 18. Pray for us. For we trust we have a good conscience in all things. Willing to live honestly. That's supposed to Paul saying, okay, submit to every instruction that God is giving to you in service. But also pray for us that we are going to do the work of God honestly with a pure conscience. Praise the Lord. So your, your requirement is that you pray for me. That whatever I do or I say, I will do it honest at with a pure conscience. Your requirement is that you submit and obey instructions in everything that you do in church. So that things will work for you easily. You not work against the will of God. Do you understand what I'm saying now? When you wake up in the morning, you pray for pastor. Whatever instruction is coming from him, let it be according to the will of God. Let me enjoy the service according to the will of the Lord. Then you say, whatever instruction is given to me, I'm going to obey it. And make obedience service easy. The work of, the work of God becomes very easy. You enjoy it. I also enjoy pastoring you with joy. I don't have a student I think about that instead of praying for you. And I pray the Lord will answer our service in Jesus' name and answer our prayers in Jesus' name. Okay, I'm really running fast. Answers to our prayer. Number three, God answer prayer through opportunity. God will show you opportunity. Jeremiah 33 verse 3, he said, pray to me and I will show you great and mighty things that you have not known. Anytime we pray, we should open our eyes to opportunity because at times when God wants to answer, 
we just give you a key or open doors of opportunity for you. Some people will say, I don't have money. This year has been tight. God will now open a door. He said, but me will open a door. He said, but me will fail now. Because that's how God answers prayer. You are praying for money, God open door of job. You are praying for money, God open door of ideas. You are praying for money, God open door for you that you can do one thing or the other. Somebody wants to sell his shop. And he now says, ah, hey, or somebody is traveling and is putting you in charge of something that he has been doing. Opportunities. One of our members here, Brother Emmanuel, was always going to farm, he loved farm, with one hold bicycle without headlamp. And was doing so many things. And was praying for God to open the door. One day somebody called him from Qatar and said, Hey, my Ogara, I'm working for say that he needed a worker. And I've recommended you. Will you come? He said, I will go. And before we know what is happening, within three months, they perfected the paper. The man paid for his flight. He got a job. And I said, How ah, is the country? He said, The country is hard, though, but I'm balanced. I said, Why are you balanced? The man give me food in the morning, in the afternoon, in the night. Give me accommodation. All the money is just like saving. So I have a lot of money. So he came down, did his wedding. And both of them move, and he's planning to go to Canada now. He said, because all the money that I have, he said, the country is expensive, but I'm favored. Because where I'm working, there's free accommodation and there's free food. I said, is the food enough? He said, Daddy, you can't finish their food. They eat like king. All manner of meat. He said, all the food they give me, I cannot finish it. I don't have any reason to spend any cobble on anything. All my money is just for saving. I don't pay for light. I don't pay for water. I don't pay for food. So I have more than enough money. That's what God does. Oh, you are feeling the road is too tight. God will just close the rope and give you opportunity for another job. So that you not be crying over the spilled milk. If they close the door against you one way, God opens seven other ways. That's how God answers prayer. I've told you God is a God of compensation. He knows how to compensate people. Somebody said something to me that I didn't like some years ago. In this place. And I look up. God knows that it pains me. And God told me, I'm, I'm going to compensate you. And he compensated me big time. I was telling some people here yesterday. Big time. He told me, I'll give you somebody that will make you forget him. Completely. And he did. God knows how to give you another opportunity. You think you are losing opportunity. But when you pray, God will open another door of opportunity for you that can even be bigger than what you think you have lost so that you can forget whatever pain anybody has caused you. He said, pray unto me and I will answer and I will show you. Genesis 21, verse 17 to 19. The Bible says, the Lord had the prayer of the boy and opened the eyes of the mother to see water. When you pray, God open your eyes to see opportunity. If you are a prayer warrior and you don't have opportunity, God is not answering your prayer if you are praying and God is not giving you opportunity, God is not answering your prayer. When we are talking about grace, that God is answering prayer, we are talking about God giving us opportunity in all ways. In other words, we are never stranded. People are thinking, ah, oh, the temple boy. All of a sudden, you are like a surprise. You came back fresh. You say, ah, oh, God has a way of opening doors. I was applying for uh, collaboration. He said there's a collaboration with Lautech. As I was applying for adequate justice, because I had some little fear. The person that was doing admission for us, I saw that he's opening the kind of school that we have. And I was feeling in my mind that if you open this school, you will not give us students again. I should be able to step up higher, collaborate with the university. And I called somebody. I said, go to adequate justice for me. I want to collaborate with that university to run part-time degree program. So and I called one of my friends in Laute, Professor Miola, director, and he said, no, 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 Pastor, you don't go to Adekun Ajasi, it's too far. We need you. Write another letter to us. And I said, okay, there's no point. Let me write the two. So I wrote one to Lautech. I wrote one to Adekun Ajasi. Uh, we went and submitted the one that, uh, we met them as they were going to the school. We traveled to Lautech and submitted the one Lautech. <laughs> the people in Lautech came. They came first, and they said, 
Okay, don't worry, don't worry. We will give you. And they gave me the collaboration. The only clause was that we give them the lecture here, but they will come and do the exam in the Goldman shop. Not perfect control, but it's still a collaboration. So we are happy. Oh, they have given us. And they called me for a regular adjustment. They say, we want to come to your school for inspection. I say, I don't need them. I say, why you say that? If God opened doors for you, take it now. I say, oh, they will be demanding for money. I say, okay, just give them in any hotel. I say, no, 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 no. Put them in any suit. How can you put professors in, in any hotel? Book this hotel for them. Let them be comfortable. Well, I was reluctant. Because I felt I have one. So I decided to house them well. And whatever I don't have, I tell them I don't have it. They say I'm brutal honest. I don't have this. Because I have a feeling that I had one already. If you say no, I don't lose anything. They say, okay, if you want to collaborate with us, are you ready to pay the affiliation fee of two million naira? I say, two million naira? I say, okay, yes. After some time, they call and they say, okay, come and sign the affiliation. And we went and signed. And Lautek wrote us. They wrote me. They wrote some people first though, that we don't have any collaboration with you. Ah. I said, which one is this? So I kept the letter. I didn't talk. They now called me again that uh, some school were making ad facts and the NUC is threatening them. So they have to disown us. But that is not the truth. Oh. We should still continue the agreement. I said, no, no, no. I don't continue. They started sending mail to me that, oh yeah, come. How many students? I said, I've closed. You have written me officially that you have closed the collaboration. I have also closed. I've closed. Ah, uh, the director, my friend, called me. Ah, uh, Pastor, what is that? I said, I'm not offended at all. The reason is that I've seen another school. And this school is giving me enough power to write the exam, do everything here. It will just factor something. And he said, okay, 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 okay. You know, when something is happening, God will open another way for you, another door. If you have ever lost anything this year, relax, just pray. Every opportunity that I've missed, Lord, open another door for me and God will do it. When you pray, God open your eyes to see opportunity. Let me, maybe I should read one more. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. There is no temptation that is taking you except that which is common to man. He said with the same temptation, God will provide a way. He will show you a way of escape. He will show you a way. If you are disappointed, there is a way to escape disappointment. You can never be abandoned. Exodus chapter 14 verse 13. Wait and see the salvation of the Lord that he will show you today. The Egyptians that you are seeing today, you will see them no more forever. For the Lord will fight for you and you will have your peace. Even when the Egyptians are following you, and the rest is ahead of you. Moses said, the Lord will show you salvation. He will show you opportunity. He will show you blessing. So no matter what we are going to go through in 2024, the Lord will always show up and give us opportunity in Jesus' name. Are you saying amen very well? Please, I'd like you to believe that God is a God of opportunity. God is able to make all grace advance towards you. All opportunity will come near you in the name of Jesus. Okay, please let me read one more. Psalm 91, verse 15 and 16, and I will round up. Three ways by which God answers prayer. God answers prayer through the help of the Holy Spirit. God answers prayer through obedience of service. God answers prayer by showing you opportunity. Anytime you are praying for God to help you, He will show you opportunity. And please, when you pray, I want to expect opportunity that will lock on your doors. Don't let us come to church and be religious. Pray for opportunities. Look at what he says. And Moses said unto the people, is this the one that I mentioned last? Psalm 91, 15 and 16. Put it there, let's see it. Psalm 91, verse 15 and 16. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. Somebody say amen. amen. Say God will answer me. Say when I call upon him, he will answer me. This year God will answer me. Next year he will answer me. There is no problem I cannot handle. I have a prayer answering God. When I call upon him, he will answer me. In the mighty name of Jesus. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and I will honor him. May the Lord honor you. 
You don't need a collar. You don't need a priestly corner for God to answer you. Are you hearing me now? You don't need a title. I started praying before I became a pastor. My mother will ask me, oh yeah, pray. This one is sick. And I will pray. And they will fall into a trance. As a vision. I wasn't a pastor. I was just a Christian. I said, in the name of Jesus, be healed. And they will slip off. Fall in the trance. I saw an angel attending to me when I slept and healed me. And he said, ah, very much a powerful person. It's because God decided to honor me. I was going to UNN and I decided to branch to see my friend in Uniben. And he said, I just had a dream that you pray for me. I said, what's wrong with you? He said, I've been sick for five days. I don't know what is wrong. I said, and I'm here. Oh yeah, close your eyes. In the name of Jesus, be healed. Father, fulfill what you have shown him. And he said, you know, I am healed. The person is still alive today. When you pray and God answers you, it's because God is honoring you. In fact, if there's any Christian, any of our members that comes to that I have trouble, the first thing you should do is let us pray. Because God wants to honor you. It's not discussion. That this thing happened, and passing through this, and passing through that. Before your analysis and strategies and idea, pray to the Lord. Because God may want to glorify himself through that particular trouble. In fact, most trouble that we go through is just, God is just trying to glorify his name in our life. In fact, he has finished the answer before you start begin to pray. Are you hearing me now? I've told you this story before. Somebody said, I've prayed every time. I've fasted. I've gone to the mountain. Uh, God is not answering. I say, I can see the answer right here. My eyes can see that God has answered you. And I start smiling. I said, I need them. Receive. As he started. And I said, I have seen God has finished it. You are God, no fake ban here. Not I do I take back, 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 no answer. The, the, the one that God has finished, one he said, on to party. Because he wants to honor you. He said, With long life will I satisfy him, and I will show him my salvation. Rise up on your feet. We are prayer warriors. All of us are prayer warriors. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Holy Spirit, lead me to pray with the right language. Anytime I close my eyes to pray, Lord, just lead me to pray with the right, right language. I want to pray well. I want to pray prayer that will give me honor in the mighty name of Jesus. If you, if you are not getting answer, you are not using the language of the Holy Spirit. You are not praying the will of the Lord. The Bible says this is the confidence that we have in him. Whenever we pray according to his will, he heareth us. The spirit of the Lord know the mind of God because he interceded for us according to the will of God. Holy Spirit, help me to pray right. Actively, Lord, help me to pray. I don't just want to be religious. I want to pray with honor, with power, with faith. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Your two hands to heaven. Lord, help me to live a life of obedience in your service. Whatever you have committed into my hand, I'll be obedient to it. Whatever you want me to do, I will do it with honor, with obedience, with respect in the name of Jesus. I will not be disobedient in your service in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever you want me to do, Lord, I receive grace to do it with respect, with obedience to your instruction in the mighty name of Jesus. Everything you will want me to do, I will do it well in the mighty name of Jesus. I will not do it as a nice service. I will do it, oh God, because you have committed me to do it. Lord, help me. Lord, help me in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.
Call upon me and I will show you great and mighty things that you have not known. I have tried everything. My friend, you have not tried everything. You have tried what you know. There's something that you still do not know. Raise your two hands to heaven. Show me great and mighty things that I have not known. About the opportunities around me, about the favor, about my healing, about my health, about my finances. Everything that you have surrounded me with that I could not see. Provision, open door. Lord, show me great and mighty things. Call upon me and I will show you opportunities. Lord, show me. Show me great and mighty things. There are blessings around you that you have not seen. Lord, as I pray, open my eyes to see. Let me see opportunity that will bring answers to my prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus. There is nothing you are looking for that has not been provided. Lord, as I pray, open my eyes to see the opportunity, the well, the salvation that you have provided. In the mighty name of Jesus. He said, as you pray, the Lord will show you his salvation today. Father, show me your salvation. Show me the opportunity. Show me the way of escape. Show me your blessing. Show me what you have provided as a compensation for my trouble. Father, show me. When you pray, you must be expecting opportunity. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, show me the opportunity. It doesn't matter what I'm going through. Lord, show me great and mighty things that I have not known. Lord, show me. Lord, show me. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Let's open our prayer. Open, open our eyes. Now, let me tell you something. The only person that is going to be, be the happiest in our midst is the person that God answers his prayer. I'm telling you the truth. I want God to answer my prayer. Because if God answers my prayer, I'll be happy. And I have a lot of them. That is the truth. If I pray for you and God answer me and you have answer, you will respect me also. So for God to answer my prayer is a great blessing for me. A great daddy, when you pray, ah, God answer. When you came, ah, God answer. When you did this, God answer. I pray God will honor all your prayers in Jesus' name. The prayer you pray for your husband, the prayer you pray for your children, the prayer you pray for your co-workers. May the Lord answer them in Jesus' name. Your prayer life will not be empty. Raise your two hands to heaven. Father, I want to share testimony of answered prayer in the mighty. You have to pray it as a Christian. I want answers when I pray. Lifting up holy hands. Anytime I stand on this altar to pray for people, let them come back with testimony. Anytime I pray my family, anytime I pray for my children, Lord, honor my prayer. It doesn't matter what anybody may think about me. Let there be results and answers. Answers upon answers. When I decree, let there be answers. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want answers and answers to come. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, answer my prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. With all humility, all of you look at me. Some years ago, when we were to Kefia, somebody called me. Say, Daddy, I don't know why God is not answering our prayer in this one. I said, I don't know too. So I knelt and I pray. God, why are you not answering their prayer? And as I was praying, somebody called me. Daddy, God answer my prayer. I knelt down again to pray. Another person called. Daddy, God answer my prayer. God said to me, Go and tell them I'm answering prayers. Tell them to put their house in order. That's what God said. And God cannot be a liar. Listen to me. With all humility. No evil can befall you when God is answering your prayer. Because even when you are in danger and you say, God, save me, He will answer. I pray for all of you today. You will never be disappointed in God. When you cry in the middle of the night, God will answer you. You will not be alone. God will be with you in trouble. And he will honor you. Raise your two hands to heaven. Say, Father, I don't want to be disappointed in prayer. Anytime I pray, whether I'm in trouble, always be with me. As my helper. When nobody's on my side, let my prayer be answered. Whatever I will do that will make you not to hear me, don't let me do it. I'm your son. And I know you love me. 
And I know I'm special to you. And I know you love me so much. Anytime I cry to you, answer my prayer. I don't want to be stubborn. Anything that will make me pray to you, I will not answer. Lord, don't let me do it. Lord, help me. Help me put my house in order. In such a way that you always answer me. When I pray, Lord, don't let me be alone. Answer me. Answer me. Answer me. Always answer my prayer. Whether in the car, whether on a journey. In anything that I may do, Lord, always answer my prayer. Answer me speedily. Don't let me be alone. In the mighty name of Jesus. Don't let me die like Abner. Don't let me die like an ordinary person. Answer me. And let me always enjoy divine intervention. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Father, as we take this holy communion for healing, answer our prayers. You died for us. You rose for our justification. Whatever it is that is killing our system, as we take this holy communion now, let them die. Anything that is condemning us, Lord, let it be removed in Jesus' name. Let there be healing in our body. Healing in our system. Healing in every area of our life. In Jesus' name, we have prayed.